Good morning, Cleveland. We have a loaded podcast for you this fine May morning of May 23rd, 2018. First up, we'll have your geek calendar, which has a lot of fun stuff on it, including chance to see Porco Rosso, my favorite Miyazaki film. After that, we'll have your celestial picks for this week. We've got two great events on Saturday that you're really going to love. And finally, we continue talking writing with Weston Kincaid, the organizer of Concoctions Artist Alley. If you don't know about concoction you need to check it out in the links to this uh, podcast at celestialaddict.com i'm your host sandy clark and all the geeky goodness starts now This is your Geek Calendar for Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018. Looks like we've got some great stuff going on in Cleveland tonight. The baronial meeting of the SCA will be going on at the Slovenian Home Society Home. Uh, It's located at 2713 Reicher Avenue in Cleveland. It runs from 7 till 10 p.m. You can check cleftlands.org for details. There are a couple of gaming events going on at the Empire Game Center located at 9258 Market Square Drive in Streetsboro, Ohio. There's some Magic the Gathering, a booster draft and standard competition going on from 5 till 10 p.m. And Final Fantasy, the collectible card game, is going on from uh, 5 till 10 p.m., it looks like. And it's Watch It Wednesdays at 78th Street Art Studio. Uh, Porco Rosso is showing from 7 till 9 p.m. Uh, This will be the dubbed version of that, so a lot of fun with our legendary pig flying ace. The showing at Richmond Town Center will be the official Celestial Attic showing, and we'll all be going out there. It'll run from 7 till about 8.45 p.m. Uh, You should join us. And Pathfinder Society meets at Warhost Games from 6 until 10 p.m. The Warhost Games is located at 32848 Walker Road in Avon Lake, Ohio. And that wraps up your geek calendar. You'll find more events like this and many, many more at celestialatic.com. Just click on the calendar at the top of the page. So we have your celestial picks for this week, Cleveland. First off, the Maelstrom Collaborative Arts has an interactive fiction panel workshop. They say, dive into the twisting maze of interactive fiction design with this free workshop panel. Discuss popular tools for writing interactive fiction, strategies for planning for branch narratives and multiple endings, and tips to avoid common pitfalls, aka how not to make your players and readers hate you. Whether you are a coder, a writer, a player, or someone who just doesn't want to be eaten by the Gru, you'll learn more about this fun and innovative genre that is more relevant than ever. Now, this panel is going to feature a couple of friends of the blog, Marie Vibbert and Mike Substelny, as well as Steven Swinarski and moderator Jeremy Paul. It's free, but you'll need to sign up for a ticket. You can get that with a link through celestialattic.com or maelstromcollaborativearts.org slash tickets. And they hope to see you there. But if that's not enough, how about a Saturday afternoon stroll through the Larchmere neighborhood, home to the fantastic Loganberry Books? This Saturday, they'll be having a Memorial Day sidewalk sale with dealers from all over town showing up with their strange curiosities and wares. Now, I strolled along this a uh, couple of years ago, and I found a box of Britain's 
Spacemen. If you've never seen them, you can go to celestialaddict.com and click on this week's Celestial Picks to see a picture. They're wonderful, kitschy, strange little science fiction curiosities. $2.75 was fantastic. And while you're there, let me recommend a stop at Barocco Arepa Bar and Concert Cafe. This is a wonderful Brazilian joint. Try the drinks, eat the food, have a good time. And uh, that's going on all day long on Saturday at the Larchmere neighborhood. And these are your celestial picks. One of the things I've noticed is we are in a self-publishing renaissance, and it's not just people going that route uh, with their first novels or their story ideas. It's a lot of name authors who rights have reverted back on something that's not going to see print again in the mid-list, and they can get it back into print themselves, so they do. And I noticed that there was a little diversity in that room uh, from what I've seen at the conventions that just have the five local people who show up. You had a, a wide range of books there. Do you feel like there is a growing uh, demand for this kind of space? Oh, very much so. I mean, now, that first year we had about 25 people, and every year after that we've either hit or gotten really close to the 30 marker as far as authors coming in uh, to participate, do panels and sell their books. Um, but it is so diverse now in the writing world. You have tons of traditionally published authors who are now they see, you know, they've got the network, they've got everything built up enough that they don't have to give 85 or 90% of their, their profits to a publisher you know, if, if, if they want, they can release six books in a year if they want. And so there are a lot of traditionally published authors who are going hybrid now. So they're going self-published um, and, and they're, you know, then publishing self, the, they're self-publishing some of their stuff. Um, and that way they can keep more of the, the money. Um, it's, it, it is a growing trend. I mean, I think back in, uh, the old days, let's say 30, 40 years ago, <laughs> it's not that long ago, but um, you're talking about authors getting maybe a 6% royalty off of the profits. So now, you know, publishers have been increasing it and a lot of publishers are up to like 25%, uh, but they still take 75% of the profits. Um, so whenever a, a, an author go self-publishes as long as you know they can support it and market it and everything then they're getting like 70 percent that's that's a huge difference yeah it's so, uh it, it's it's strange days indeed uh, we know a lot of authors that have started off on the web and then leapt to traditional publishing after they used that space to build up their their audience and i think that's the dream of a lot of author scrabbling around in the self-publishing zone is that eventually they'll build up enough of a readership that they'll get picked up by a publisher and their next book will be in that realm. But if you're big enough, there's less and less that the mainline publishers can offer you. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those hybrid authors that you were just talking about. I originally self-published um, and my Life of Death series got picked up by Books of the Dead Press um, and was published there. 
Um, and I recently got the rights back and everything. And because of that, I self-published it, you know, with, with a great, you know, award-winning, uh, covers by award-winning cover artists and everything. So as long as you've got the network and, and the connections, you can actually publish hybrid or self-publish and then, you know, build up to it like you were talking about. So tune in tomorrow and I'll talk to Weston Kincaid about some of his own work and we'll continue to explore the small press and science fiction writing from right here in Cleveland. This has been your Celestial Attic Podcast, and I'm your host, Sandy Clark, signing off from beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. Music for this podcast comes courtesy Jim's Shoes Music, a project of the multi-talented artist Amy Rainwater. You can find her genre fiction and other works at facebook.com slash Rainwater. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, friend me, Sandy Clark, and check out the blog at celestialattic.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>